welcome to episode 3 of the Pandemic Lessons. I'm your host, Esan Adam. Today's episode will focus on a very crucial issue that's been bothering many of us lately. Our episode today is regarding unemployment. The good, the bad, and the ugly sides of it. And how to protect yourself from the current situations of unemployment and the stresses that comes with it. If there are any new listeners to this podcast this week, I look forward to having you in the subscribers list. This podcast is available now on all platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Store, Radio Public, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Deezer, and Overcast. The past week in North America, including Canada and USA, we've seen a fast incline of COVID-19 cases. No matter what the cause is, one thing is for sure. This is not the end of unemployment. Let me explain. When this pandemic started, due to the lockdown, many jobs were put to the back burner. Some jobs completely vanished. Some were laid off. Actually, many were laid off. While both Canadian... Canadian and U.S. government scrambled. Both were able to save and stave off major poverty and recession through the benefit payouts and stimulus program in the USA. In short term, the benefits payout helped 4.7 million recipients in Canada, approximately 2.1 million of them in Canada that are not eligible for employment insurance under the existing rule as of now. On April 2020, more than 17 million Americans have filed for unemployment. That's around 20% at unemployment rate. How else can we compare our current situation besides comparison with 1930s recession? The only difference is this time our governments have stepped up. They're actually trying to save us from 12 year long recession. Yes, there is employment subsidies for employers to keep employees in their payroll. Yes, there are loans available for small businesses to support themselves and maintain the status quo. See, here's the thing. The ultra-wealthy or the wealthy business owners can typically ride through recessions with cost-cutting measures, or by simply diversifying their wealth to produce necessary products that sells. Because of public demand, for example, Jeff Bezos and Amazon, they gained the maximum amount of profit they've ever gained during this history. Dear listeners, today's podcast is not for the elites. It is for the working class, the ones that... F- are trying to raise a family, supporting their parents, and or worried about the unforeseeable future. Also, I'm not here to grill anyone. So what is going to happen once these stimulus payments and Canadian benefits are over? How long this plague of unemployment and related issues will follow us? What can you do about this situation if you're in this situation? 
how can we avoid potentially from being in this situation? If you want answers to these questions, keep listening to this podcast with an open mind. For more info on this podcast and all other episodes, please keep listening as you'll get more details regarding my website in the near future. There's no way I can keep this episode joyous, humorous, or fun, to be honest. This topic can be boring, but it is an important one that many of us are worrying about. In all honesty, our futures are pretty uncertain at this point. Those that have a permanent job? Well, let's be honest for a second. What is permanent in life? Is good health permanent? Are our tooth permanent? Is love permanent? If you have answered no to any of the questions, then you know we can't blame employers anymore. If they indeed lay us off in any recession time situation, as for what is going on to happen and after the stimulus and benefits end, that will simply depend on external factors such as how many employers will start to hire back their employees like before the pandemic started. It also depends on your trade. <clears throat> as a doctor, paramedic, nurse, you probably are fine. If you work for audits or as a tax uh, partner or an employee for that kind of uh, field, most likely you're fine too for now. If you work as a mechanic, HVAC technician, plumber, or general contractor, your earning will get tighter unless you're going to provide better rate than all of your competitions. Simply put, competition as a small business owner will increase and the undercutting rule will be applied to a higher degree by the society at large. If you want money, now you have to hustle extra. See, repeat business is good business in smaller cities and towns where reputation matters. And at this point, the be- it is the best business. It, this can also be applied in large cities too if you want to sustain a long-term reputation and a wealthy business uh, followers. And by wealthy, I mean um, members that will come to you, that are your customers that are loyal to you. If you want that, you should follow these rules. However, please be mindful. Not everyone, and for the most part, most are actually tied on cash. The ones that are not, I admire you. But please, don't be a fraud. There's a difference between making money versus raising your price up so much that people will look for an alternate. If you have listened to this episode one of my podcast, there's a personal experience of mine that I shared regarding this situation. Prices of food will change. 
fresh producers who will gain in some areas and lose some, especially producers that were in high demand when restaurants were in good business time. As for how long this plague of unemployment, loss of hours will hunt us. Listen, there is no way, no nicer way of uh, putting this. We're not doomed, and not just yet. In Canada, there is a high possibility that the government will continue a form of benefit through unemployment insurance. In USA, it is also likely to happen as many people currently are dependent on stimulus checks. It'll take at least a good three to four years before employment numbers go back to the old figures. Remember, this with less demand for products, services, and goods, what can employers do? Flood the market with products just for the sake of keeping employees on payroll? No. No business owner will do that. Let's not forget also that the trade relationship between China and USA and Canada has changed. Mostly negatively. Materials and products that were brought and sold previously from China has also seen and being suffering. The amount, that is. This can be seen as a blessing and a curse. Let me explain. Because this part is important. See, industries in USA and Canada that used to depend highly on raw materials imported from China for products to be made and sold for market here will no longer have the luxury of being cheaper or having the cheap material with the same amount of supplies as previous to COVID-19 pandemic. So in short term, these sectors might lay off many employees that were dependent on the materials being imported from China. The products that will be sold will increase in price. Consumers like you and me will have to pay the ticket if we need those products. However, there's one positive note to all of this. See, if Canada and America come together and start to coexist by supplying their own materials, producing products with those materials, with their own labor force, by employing us, this will make us independent and keep our jobs in-house. This if happens, and the only reason why I say if is because with possibility of it being not happening, or it might not happen due to big corporations lobbying with government and not actually allowing policies to uh, pass, it would take some time because first the trade policies need to change. And only after that, you know, suppliers and producers can come together. So, this brings to my second question. What can we do about this? Dear listeners, if you have listened so far in this podcast, I'm sure that you can see that I am in this situation also. During my childhood, we were 
nowhere close to being wealthy. I migrated to Canada during my early teen years. Heck, we didn't even speak English or have sufficient amount to be put in a labor force here. I struggled, I struggled in middle school with English a lot, even in high school. Or to have education from Canada, or we didn't have either Canadian job experiences. However, we were still blessed to have the opportunity to migrate here. Complaining is not in our blood, and we rolled up our sleeves and got to work. My father worked as a security guard. My mother worked at a fast food restaurant. As soon as I became of age to join the workforce, I started to work for McDonald's three, four shifts a week. And after my class in a very busy location. Yes, I have spent countless hours doing homework in the bus and the subway rides during rush hours. Yes, I brushed my teeth on my way to class because I was short on sleep and I had to make up for short sleep hours by run running to class. I didn't get the highest marks in class. I didn't get any awards, but I had some money to help my mom, myself, and myself later in college years. I have worked as a dishwasher, kitchen helper, a mover, a grocery store stalker, cleaner, Uber driver, delivering pizzas and foods, and as a valet. Yet here I am with a degree. Just like many of my listeners, I'm wondering what's next. My field of education is for doing payroll and managing employees, but due to the rising numbers of unemployment, the loss of business, there is not enough need for someone like me. At least not for, uh, not right now, and not as much as before. Definitely not as much as before. It is not a good feeling to think that you went and bought education, well worth thirty to forty thousand dollars, which in a way becoming obsolete under three to four years of time. With many sectors becoming completely virtual, many trades and people of different profession now must learn new skills. This is not the time to be picky. I have this simple rule in my life. If the money is earned legally, it is good money. As long as you can go to sleep peacefully with the money earned and not be fearful while enjoying it. The harder, try harder. That's the first uh, rule of thumb at this point. Keep applying. Update that resume. Uh, go online and learn. Finally, if you're a believer, pray. On a side note, if you need help with any of the items mentioned above, start at Google. It, Google has fundamentally a lot of information from many helpful people that are willing to share their examples and tutorials and that can benefit you by being at the safety and comfort of your home. Also, in future, check my websites for more beneficial and helpful tips. This brings me to the point number four, 
which is how can we avoid from being in these potential situations? See, no one is immune to disease, sis. Unless you have antidote in your bloodstream or you're born with an antidote. But this is life. This is not movie. There's a, high, there's a high possibility of anybody getting sick or getting the COVID. Question is how it's going to affect you. Will you be in the hospital ICU or not? But who will you spread it to? That is the question. And that is the reason why everybody is scared and everything is in lockdown. Also, if your spending habits have not changed with our current world situations and your earnings have dipped down, you may find yourself in knee-deep with stress financially. Be prepared. Budget well and always seek for alternative. Be practical. Understand what you need to spend on. Make the distinctions between primary and secondary necessities. Rent, food, medicine, any loans that have interest on must have to be taken care of before any other hobby-related spendings or spendings that are not at that list. Habits must transform. And frugality, frugality, yes, that's a word. It just means being very conservative with your money and spending it wisely. Must be uh, obtained through perseverance. Perseverance. Ah, That's a tough word. Uh, Patience and duty to yourself. The duty of getting out of this uh, coming recession. Consolidate any debts as pos- as much as possible. If there is any purchase, small, medium, or large, big tickets, cars, houses, purchases, unless you need it, absolutely need it, put it out for now. But if you're safe and you have that cash to spend on those things, knowing that there might be a future recession and i would still suggest not to spend your cash or your equity uh, or your uh, fluid Uh, you don't know what's gonna happen nobody knows i mean things yes we're predicting we're hoping this will change business will bounce back but i mean look it's different if you are an investor definitely this this situation won't apply for you there's a high possibility of you probably even not going to listen to my uh, podcast unless you're in similar situation. But if you're, pot- if you're an investor and looking to flip, this can be your time to shine. However, this episode is not for you. As they come to the ending of this episode, I want my listeners to remember Some cheesy power lines, which are actually true and good for us. See, there's a saying that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. 
And I truly believe in it. I've been through some tough situations in my life. This is one of the toughest. And I have gotten out from them with many lessons learned that I am still applying every day on my life that gave me a better meaning and different way of seeing things. And through this podcast, I hope I can share that with you. I'm starting an Amazon gift card worth of $20 giveaway every other Sunday. Uh, Randomly, a listener will receive this from a lucky draw and will be contacted by me. To be eligible, you must do one of the following. One, leave a review on iTunes Store or Google Store and a comment with it. That way I can shout you out and look for your contact information if you do win for that gift card. Number two would be to subscribe and share my podcast from Spotify. You you should notify me via email and subscribe to my email notification list to be contacted. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to contact you and I wouldn't know who you were. So for more information, keep your heads up for next week's episode. As always, my podcast is available in many platforms, uh, almost nine platforms out there, but Google, uh, Apple Podca- uh, Podcast, iTunes, and Spotify being the primary ones, but you can also find me in Deezer, Overcast, Pocketcast, CastBox. Uh, as always, I appreciate any comments or opinion you would like to share. Just send me an email at Seneca HR Professional S E N E C A H R P R O F E S S I O N A L at gmail.com. Till next week, take care of yourself and your loved ones. Stay safe and keep listening to the pandemic lessons. Thank you.